Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. Little bit of drink, little bit of smoke, little bit of dance around that dance floor, little bit of loud, little bit of fun, little bit of let's go tear shit up. Coming, coming to you almost live from, from deep in the heart of Texas, this is the Drinking Texas podcast with me, Stephanie, and two guys whose glasses are never half empty, that's Chip and Mike. Hey, everybody. This is the Drinking Texas podcast with me. I'm Chip. Hey, I'm Mike. Yeah, and we're Chip and Mike. I like how that works out. (laughs) I'm so glad we know who we are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fun this way. Uh, If I look a little confused and you can't see that on the podcast, uh, Mr. Ficky is gone, so I've got to run this crap. So um, who knew her job was this hard? Uh, Well, she does. We've been telling you. Which is why she has the whip. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. She always says it's that hard, but I, I mean, you know. And she's definitely talking about work. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Who do we have with us, you guys? Ooh, we have Matt McGinnis Howdy. from Big Thirst Marketing. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, thank you very much for joining us. Are we being formal? We are very formal. I, I'm always formal we're, when we're, I drink whiskey. We are formal, formal pinky people. Pinky up, pinky up. <laughs> so, Matt, we've known you for quite a while. You represent... Some of the, a lot of the uh, uh, distributors, brewers, uh, people, Dis- people, distillers, distillers, breweries, breweries <laughs> that we love around here. Yeah, and uh, so we wanted to get you on, get your take on the drinking scene around here, around Texas, which we cover mm-hmm. the whole drinking Texas. Yeah, it's and, kind of a uh, theme. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> find out, find out about Big Thirst Marketing. Yeah, and you, of course. Um, before we do that, if we are drinking Texas, what are we drinking? Well, we've got a few things to choose from. Uh, we're going whiskey heavy tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anybody's mad at that. Not at all. Never. A couple of choices here. We've got some Evan Williams. Now, this is the 100 proof uh, bottled in bond. Uh, you may have heard of Evan Williams. I mean, I have a high opinion of it, but bottled in bond is, is uh, that's definitely worth a try. It's we good have, stuff. Uh, Very good. We have Colonel E.H. Taylor Small Batch, also bottled in bond. Uh, this is a, a Buffalo Trace um, small batch. Uh, it's one of my personal favorites. And there's a third bottle on the table. This one was actually brought here by Matt. You want to tell us what you've got? Yeah, this is Milam and Green triple cask bourbon, and I brought this one. Um, this was just released in September, and it has, as the name implies, three different casks blended together. There's a, a 10-year-old Tennessee, a 4-year-old Tennessee, and a two-year-old straight bourbon right out of Blanco, Texas, from the distillery um, that um, is made here. And so they're doing this this whiskey um, that, that Texas adds some spice, and we know what Tennessee adds. So Heck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, can't whiskey. Wait to get into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's tear it open. Everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. No, I'm seriously. It. Tear it open. Oh, tear it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know why. I didn't get So uh, before we get into these... Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to just throw out the random question? Sure, sure. Wait, uh, wait. I do have one question. It's learning time. Uh-huh. Oh, learning time. Learning time, guys. Teach me what does bond, bottled in bond mean? Is what I have in my head is not appropriate. You're thinking bottled in bondage. Yes, uh-huh. yes. That's completely different. It is different. So well, what de- does this depends mean? Depends on the distillery. Okay. All right. So uh, whiskey has uh, a long and exciting and shady history. And... Um, Back in the day, uh, different distillers uh, made their whiskey, and they made it well, but when they sent it to uh, bars okay. and whatnot, you didn't know if the bartender was going to cut it, mix it, okay. add something that didn't... Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, 
uh, as as eventually they do, the U.S. government stepped in 1897 uh, um, and came up with this this category of bourbons. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're bottled in bond, they have to be started uh, by a particular distiller. They have to be uh, completed by the same person. Uh, it's it's just governmental tracking on where everything starts, how it gets there, where it ends up, mm-hmm. uh, and. While I, I haven't studied extensively, I believe all bottled and bond bourbons are 100 proof. Uh, most of your, most of your, uh, I'm going to go to the the bar and get a, a mixed drink. Bourbons are like 80. Right. Okay. I was just curious. You Man, learn something every additional, day. Additional, additional thoughts. No, you got that right. It, um, it's a, it's a it's a nice designation, but it's not something everyone does. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you find a bottle that is bottled and bond, it mm-hmm. usually means that it's one of their. Um, they're highlight whiskeys. Okay. So. so it's not something that I can make in my, you know, bathtub whiskey and just slap it on there, right? No. No, no. Oh, no. Hold on. First off, are you making bathtub whiskey? No. Okay. Not not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but, bathtub's um, not big enough. <laughs> no, no. But this one you actually have to bring the government into. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. I was just curious. That's actually a good question. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, hopefully one of these days we can... Uh, Get a whiskey expert on here. <laughs> I, I know somebody that works at My Lemon Green that would be fantastic. You might be able to entice a whiskey expert to join us. Wait, that you would know be a whiskey fantastic. expert? Yeah, I, I, I do. <laughs> one or two? Oh, 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 one, oh one, one, one in particular. One we might be oh, thinking yes. of, yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, random question, Mike. All right, so so the, the official random question, um, uh, I'm going to throw that out, this out there for everybody. Um, what is your best recreational sport and... What what drink, what alcoholic drink goes best with it? All right. So you're gonna think about that a little bit. Yeah. When when we come back, we will um, find out what that was. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll see how everybody's drinks are doing and answer that question. Hey, this is Steve Peters with Hello Texas. And I'm drinking Texas. And we're back with Matt McGinnis from Big Thirst Marketing. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh-huh. Matt, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> All right, so we're back. So let's see. Uh, what do you think? Uh, we'll start with our guest. Uh, what are you drinking, and, and how is it? I am drinking the Milaman Green Triple Cask Bourbon, and it is screaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't even tasted mine. <laughs> it's you better hurry up because I'm coming yeah. to you next. Mm, I also chose the Ben Milam. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is very good. Oh. Mm. Mm. That spice. That, come, that spice comes from Texas. Uh, yes. Yes. That's that's the Texas. What's the proof I'm, on this thing? I, I need a. It's ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. Ooh, doesn't taste like it. It does mm. not. No. That so is smooth. smooth and oh, dangerous. it is. It is smooth. Which, uh, by the way, I'm saying that you could probably figure out that that's what I'm drinking as well. <laughs> Because it is so damn good. Wow. Yeah, that little bit of age on it, you know, the the 10-year-old Tennessee in there just gives it that nice mellowness. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got that voluptuous, uh, you know, almost the viscosity of, of, um, I think, love. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I feel loved right now. Yeah. Definitely. That first sip just gave me a hug. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of grooving on it, too. Kind of. So that's what you're drinking as well? That is what I'm drinking as well. Because, you know, I mean, I I thought I would be polite and drink what the the guest brought, but it's turning out to be a pretty good decision. Well, like like they produced anything bad. To be fair, and we've had had, uh, Ben Milam on the table before, Mm -hmm. this is a little bit different version of their their bourbon. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, The original 
Ben Milam had won uh, double gold in right, San Francisco, San Francisco, mm-hmm. along with their rye, also exactly. won their rye. double gold. Yes. Um, this one, I assume, has not been out there yet because I not smell, yet. Yeah, it will be sent um, for this year's competition. Yep, yeah, I smell. Uh, more medals in the future. Man, if they made a triple gold. Oh, you know, <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. Wow. Do, do they not? No. Oh, okay. They ought to. So they're already at the highest level. Right. Is what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. And they've just gone possibly this beyond. This one went that? to eleven. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's very smooth yet exciting. I am excited. Mm-hmm. You guys are always excited about the simplest things. All right. Things. So she's got us on that one. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm okay because this is this is really good. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we also, I mean, there's other stuff. We'll get we'll, we'll get around we'll to the get, other we'll stuff on the table too. Stuff. But man, once once this bottle is gone, <laughs> Goodness. this bottle says it's for the mature. Okay, so you guys can't have it no more. Oh, oh I'm yeah. just reading it off the label. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that would be. <laughs> well, while we sip and, and ponder, let's get to our question. Okay. Uh, we'll start with Matt. Okay, so my my um, when you say. The sport that um, my I'm best at or best watching? No, no, the the one you're best at, like like okay. the recreational sport that you you enjoy most. I play soccer um, in a men's league, and uh, I'm in an over forty division. Um, and I really should move up to the over fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. <laughs> you not? Are you over fifty? I'm over fifty. Yeah. Holy no. shit! Yeah, yeah, I know. God it's, dang! You know why I look this good? Whiskey, whiskey. clean living. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> So. I was gonna say I, <laughs> I, I, I would have guessed whiskey. I was with, I was with you on the whiskey. Oh, I, I guess because it's the only sport I'm continually playing. That's my best. Mm-hmm. But if you ask any of the guys on my team, they'd probably laugh at me. But <laughs> um, uh, those yeah, forty-year-old we, we kids. What do they the know? This past Sunday, and I'm still kind of limping. Uh, but it's good. It's good. It's a good limp. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not, well, you know, compared to phrasing. <laughs> is it? It's, so then, what's the? Uh, What's the drink that goes best with your uh, your soccer? Um, about six beers. Oh, <laughs> there you about go. six beers. Wait, now is this like at the half? Yeah, so one at halftime and then and then five after. Okay. So okay. I'm one uh, for the uh, a few years. Um, I was the beer guy, so I brought beer to all of the games, and now I'm just one of the beer guys. But um, and that was because um, my marketing agency represents some breweries. Right now we're in between breweries, mm-hmm. so I don't have uh, <laughs> quite the supply of beer I used to have, but I would always bring bare minimum of two cases, and every once in a while maybe a keg. And, oh, nice. Um, so the other teams really Wait, like us. Do they allow women on this team? Because I'll play team. soccer for that. <laughs> no, we're in a men's league, but there are actually a couple women who play, well, but most women don't want to play in a men's league. Yeah, because yeah. men, men get rough and the, whiny. I'll just keep but, the bench warm. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. But um, yeah. for for cakes, we can go represent and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So soccer and and beer. Not beer. not a particular not a beer, particular just... beer. Well, so um, <laughs> well, I I prefer Texas beer, mm-hmm. and in that regard, um, I, I, there's a lot of really good beer made in Austin uh, or in Central Texas. So I prefer to to buy local. Mm-hmm. Um, However, some guys on our team want Modelo, so we throw in a 12-pack of that every game, too. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's, That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, options. Can't, yeah. can't hate on them for wanting some Modelo. And in reality, free beer is free beer, guys. Let's exactly. Just, let's just 
say thank you and pop that top. Nope. All right. So this conversation is going to take a quick left. Um, <laughs> we'll ask Stephanie. Oh, goodness. What's your, what's your best so sport? So I'm really good at <laughs> sitting at the pool and soaking up the sun. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> So this is like competitive lounging? Compet- Look, that nap is not going to come by itself. It's not going to take itself. It's, it's not. So I've got to go by the pool yep. and, and hold down that lounger. And what do you drink while you're doing this? Oh, well, I like to infuse lavender in my vodka and take it and mix usually with like lemonade, sometimes with like a orange, strawberry, pineapple juice. Gonna get fancy with it. That, that sounds a little fancy. Oh, almost it's, sounds healthy. No, 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 no. Do you mix kale in there? First of all, kale is delicious. <laughs> Said no one. Said this ever. One. Yeah. Um. When I when I go swimming, I tend to make drinks like that. Something fruity, very light, way too easy to drink. If I'm camping, I tend to drink more browns, mm. whiskeys. Yep. Yeah. Got to have something to sip on when you're just hanging out by the fire. Well, camping is camping, but camping with whiskey, that's competitive sports. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Right? Thank you. Thank you. See who falls in the fire first. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or jumps over the no, fire I'm going to let you go first on this, Mike. Oh, no, no. I've got to hear from Chip. Oh. <laughs> oh, I want to hear from you. <laughs> Jesus. Because, uh, well, nowadays... Well, our answer is basically going to be the same. <laughs> well, yeah. So you, you Except start. for... I'm better than you at it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay. What they're talking it's about, sound, guys, is okay. vacuuming well, first the off, house. No, first off, uh, competitive softball. I mean, um, <laughs> we've we've actually toured this country. Uh huh. Not together. Playing playing softball. Holding hands. Uh huh. Just uh, beating teams from other states into submission. Because we're the we're the closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 and, and it sounds a little bit like Chip is bragging over there, but he's not because, as far as I know, he's the. Um, all right, I'm going to say it: the second best softball player at this table right now. All right, you guys, how did you know I played hold, softball? Hold on, uh, incorrect, sir. <laughs> <laughs> if looks incorrect. could, if looks could kill, guys. Mm-hmm. And you great. know this. So, Mike, Mike, uh, when we play softball, Mike throes down a bet. Oh. He said, I, "I, I've got five dollars." person, I cannot hit any son of a bitch on this team. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at me and he goes, not you, Chip. Chip cheats. By out hitting him <laughs> legitimately because I don't make outs. Well, you I don't mean, make out. No. Sorry, Vicky. Sorry, well, Vicky. It's, it's her fault. Yeah. No. If I'm not going to make out at home, I'm not making outs on the field. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Okay. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Boom. But yeah. Um, no, I mean, you know, we were kind of players of our era, you know, more of the 80s, 90s, 2000. He was... <laughs> sure. He was a hell of a 2010. Oh, He's my a hell of a 2010. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, okay, so, Mike, so anyway, what do you drink whilst playing? Um, well, that has changed because I started the game as a young man, and as a young man, I thought Tours Light was a way to go. Okay. Um, and uh, that, that brewery got a lot of my money <laughs> for years and years and years. Uh, one year though, uh, it's always been beer. One year though, uh, I, I got, I got recruited by a team that was actually sponsored by Stone, uh, Brewing in, nice. in, in uh, Escondido in California. And that whole year was amazing because while everybody else was drinking, you know, Coors Light and Bud Light all day long, we had to drink Stone. And at the time, all they made was Arrogant Bastard. Oh. <laughs> so... 
We would win three or four games in a row, and then that's it. <laughs> we would lose the next two, but the beer was fantastic. <laughs> Is that the one that has like the double guy? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's got that big old gargoyle oh. on the. It looks like a, it looks like a, uh, a Viking helmet gargoyle thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, uh, so what about you, Chip? When you were out there, uh, you know, raking, not making out with people. Yeah, having more hits than you. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's it's funny because. Beers, I mean, not beer, but softball started my craft beer venture. So we started off with uh, we started off with Bud Light. We drinking, we take it out there, and uh, people would drink all my Bud Light. So then I moved to uh, Lone Star, and so they wouldn't take your Bud Light. Yeah, so so people people oh, wouldn't drink okay. people wouldn't drink Lone Star for right. a while. Okay. So once they started drinking Lone Star, I had to move to craft beer. <laughs> So does that work now? No. Once once I started drinking my my craft beer, I quit softball. <laughs> so what it. I'm so wait wait gentlemen. So what I heard was Chip is the one who started this craft beer movement. No it no is. no That's no. What I yeah. heard. No no softball <laughs> well. started the craft beer movement for me, and Chip kind of started the craft beer movement for the softball community, community yeah, as a right. whole as a whole. Yeah. Okay. Other okay. than you know Stone. Uh, <laughs> is, is Stone technically craft beer? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, it's my. it's one of the biggest craft breweries in the in the world, right? Well, in the states, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, and and I mean that's going way back. We didn't know they wanted to sponsor a team. We said, yeah, yeah we'll we'll absolutely. You're gonna then, give us free beer, you know? Exactly, and they go, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, we'll send you beer to every tournament, and, and we get we're unpacking cases of arrogant bastard, going, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were we were sponsored by Coors Light there for a while, and. And I think the uh, statute of limitations is gone. Uh, we would put Bud Light underneath the Coors Light. So if the sponsor showed up, they would see the Coors Light. And uh, we would reach down and grab the Bud Light and drink it. Well, we were sponsored That's by me. Uncle Billy's. And so, yeah. you know, I would happily bring um, unreleased beers in, in shiners, you know, in the cans oh, that are oh, yeah. know, unlabeled. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that they had only on tap. And the brewer would can them for us. And, you know, it's funny. If you're in the industry and you get an unmarked can, you're like, oh, it's something special. Yeah. If you're not in the industry, you're like, that's it. That's it. I don't drink that. Yeah. I'm drinking oh. it. So, yeah, there were a bunch of guys on the team who were very wary of drinking the silvers. This un- yeah. Oh, yeah. unlabeled, That's, what is right. this? Yeah. Well, these are, these are the guys who sh- get all their... It's not called Rufy Colada, John. No. Just drink right. it. Yeah. Just drink it. These so are the guys who get all their vegetables at the dented can store. Right. Mm. <laughs> could be could be corned beef hash, could be peas. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I was out at uh, Brazos Valley Brewery not too long ago, and the owner came up and just handed me two two uh, silver cans. He told me what was in it, yeah. and I brought them back, and yeah, Mike was like, holy shit, what do you got? <laughs> it, All Mickey, excited. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was, but it's great, you know, but like you said, you know, other people looked at it, I took them to a, a beer share, and other people were like, uh, are you sure, are you sure yeah. that's what this is? It's it, also it, funny. They usually print it on the bottom. Or on the um, when when oh bless I don't remember her name oh you're so Celis mm-hmm. yeah Christine Celis Daytona no, no it was Daytona Daytona, Daytona. Okay. Daytona yeah. came she brought us unlabeled but they had the initials written on the top so it was, okay. it was a fun guessing game <laughs> yeah to, to figure out what it was she brought some stuff from Buffalo Bayou it was yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah it was really good they brew yeah. for them yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so. so on that note well just bef- just before we go because no, I, I don't because I don't play softball anymore. Uh, but I can't call golf my best. 
recreational sport, but it's because I'm better than you at that. Well, too. yeah, oh, you're, you're better than me at that. <laughs> when you when you when you make it all the way out to the course, yeah. Um, you play whiskey, it. whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Yeah, I always keep a whiskey in my bag when I'm golfing. Yeah, uh, I can I can vouch for that. Currently, it's an Elmer T. Lee, but I'm almost out of that, so I've got to find a replacement bottle for my bag. Yeah, you you play golf? Um, I used to play a lot of golf, but I stopped when I had children. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, they, I started when I had children, so yeah. I, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I started when he had children too. <laughs> yeah, I don't have children. Oh, I I don't golf. And I, she doesn't have children. And I don't have children. I just drink. It's, it's oh. a really good combination. There you go. It's oh, yeah. A, it's a great combination. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, let's run to another break because I need another whiskey. Mm-hmm. And we will be right back with Matt McGinnis from Big Thirst Marketing. We're going to find out more about you and your marketing company. <laughs> Gosh, I'm about to cough and I was trying to avoid it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not laughing because oh because he because he skipped a beat. I'm laughing because you should have seen the look on his face trying not to cough. <laughs> he looks like a beat. He's all red. Right. Right. No, we're, we'll be right back with Matt. Uh, we'll find out more about you, uh, your company, who you represent, and uh, what people people need to know. All right, thank you. All right. Stick around. Hey y'all, I'm Robin Shane and Jack Cruz, and we're drinking Texas. Yes, we are. And we're back with Matt McGinnis from Big Thirst Marketing. Matt, thank you again for joining us. Yes, uh, thank you. We're going to get into, well, tell us about you. Tell us about Big Thirst. Tell us, tell us how you got started in where you're currently at. Yeah. And so thank you again for having me. Um, Big Thirst, let me tell you. So I've never been shy to drink. Um, I might have had a couple of things here and there when I was a kid. Mm. My parents, I grew up in a house where my parents did not drink. My dad had some stuff in the liquor cabinet that his dad gave him. Um, and I eventually inherited it because my dad didn't drink it. Oh, wow. So, you yeah. know, I didn't grow up around alcohol in the house. There wasn't wine at dinner. There wasn't beer on the weekends. There wasn't anything like that. Um, so I didn't have like the normal... You, you know, experience where you just go sip your dad's stuff. Mm-hmm. But I did taste some here and there. What really influenced me is when I was in college, my girlfriend won um, contest with legs pantyhose, and you don't know what that is, but it, oh, but I do. But yeah, she won this. She was a, a, a she was modeling legs pantyhose and won contest. Oh, the brand legs. The brand yeah. legs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they came in little eggs. <clears throat> little yeah. eggs. Yeah. Legs yeah. eggs. You guys remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You wore that brand, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Still uh, do. Still do. Um, <laughs> But Just on so Thursdays. The grand prize was a trip to Europe, all expense paid, fly first class, and then ride on the Orient Express. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Was so there a murder? Insane. No murder. Um, Please tell me she took you. She took me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And so I went and I was 19. Um, I had never been, these, you know, I'd never flown, flown first class overseas. Yeah. You know, the top of the 747 when you're up there in the top deck and they, they no, just don't, don't leave you alone feeding you champagne the whole time. I mm-hmm. do not know that. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> And so we get on the Orient Express, and it is so lavish. It is take first-class flight and multiply it by a 1,000. It was amazing. So we were drinking high-end Bordeaux. We were drinking vintage champagne, you know, vintage Krug riding through the Swiss Alps. And I was 19. Yeah. I was blown away by how good wine was. Okay. Okay. 
that changes how I think about wine um, uh-huh. completely. Because the only stuff I had ever had was really crappy stuff, like um, you know, uh, like Barrels and James wine coolers, uh-huh. or you know that kind of you know, jerky yeah. stuff. Boone's Farm, yeah. Boone's Farm um, Thunderbird, <laughs> Mad Dog. Right, you know, Mad stuff Dog. you drink yeah. in college just to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I had that, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So fast forward, um, I graduated college i lived in chicago and i had a, a day job that i wasn't making a ton of money so i needed to make a couple extra dollars to pay the bills so um i grabbed a, a job selling wine at night mm-hmm. and it, because i was so fascinated by it and i really wanted to be close to the industry so i did that and then on down the road i ended up living in portland oregon um and well i, I thought what what could be a fun thing to do. So I got a job at a winery on the weekends, my hobby job. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So I worked in the tasting room and then I took time off my regular day job to help um, during harvest and actually help make the wine in the fall. Squish them with your feet and all? I squished Because that's what they do, right? Yeah, with, only with squish, my feet. Squish, 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 squish. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but only with your feet. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Ooh, where'd that grape go? But anyway... Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so I got—I was just really, really interested, and so uh, eventually my um, life in the tech world brought me to Austin, Texas, where I am here. Yay! Um, yay! Lucky us. Seventeen years ago, um, I was working at a PR agency. That wait, you—you you just moved to Texas seventeen years ago? Just seventeen years oh ago. My oh my god! Into two thousand two. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why that's horrible. <laughs> I'm not a native, right? No, I, no, 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 oh, that's, no. That's, that's he has nothing. No, I've been, that, I've been yeah. at Dell for 20. That's why it's ah, <laughs> okay. Gosh. Well, I moved here to help out with AMD when yeah. they were launching mm. their 64-bit mm. processors way back in the day. Right. Yeah. So that's what brought me to Texas because uh, I was a chip guy. Okay. Everybody's right. a chip guy. I was a chip guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, on the side of doing that. Over the year, I ended up at Dell also, uh-huh. um, and I wasn't really doing a long-form writing when I was doing marketing at Dell. I was mostly writing like web copy and ad copy and power shit tons of PowerPoint presentations, you know, what that's like at that company. Right. And, and I, <laughs> I missed long-form writing, so I thought, okay, you know that Stephen Covey phrase, you know, sharpen the saw? Um, I decided I better sharpen the saw. I'm going to keep writing. So I decided to become a blogger. Mm-hmm. And this is like, 2010, I guess, or 11, whatever it was, and eight, nine, ten. Some at some point, I started blogging with a, a blog really? called "What Are You Drinking?" Okay. and I wrote about anything with alcohol, wine, beer, spirits. Okay, and on the side of that, I decided to become a sommelier. A small game? A small, a sommelier. Oh, you're a, a sommelier? Expert. Yeah. Were you, Holy cow. Level? So I'm a level two in the court of master sommeliers. I'm certified sommelier in that. that and I'm okay. a level three advanced in the mm-hmm. Wine Spirits Education Trust. The so WSET level three. Um, and then I am a certified specialist of wine in the CSW. And then the I'm also a certified specialist of spirits. So I've spirits. gotten these um, certifications okay. over the years. And I met a ton of people in the business, you know, working in the industry in Oregon and then writing about it as a freelance writer for magazines and, mm-hmm. and as a blogger. And over the years, um, I built up, you know, enough credibility and enough um, relationships. That I thought, why am I working for the man? Why don't I work for me? Yeah. So that was a scene sure. of why I started my own company. Okay. So in 2014, I forged my own path and, you know, do that entrepreneurial entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. It's easy for you to thing. say. <laughs> and started what what was then called Penn and Tellus. Um, and Penn and Tellus was a um, in you know until recently was a marketing agency specifically devoted to helping food and beverage companies tell their story. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so we work with wineries, breweries, breweries, and distilleries, breweries, <laughs> and distilleries, and then also bars and restaurants and other culinary companies. But specifically um, local or m- mostly local, not uh-huh. all Texas, but yeah. Um, I've been doing all international work until I started this company, and it's kind of a nice change to do local. It's pretty cool. Nice. And they've they've got some great local distilleries, breweries, and wineries. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. that's what we're doing. That's awesome. Wow. So why did you decide to change it from Penn & Tellus to uh, Big Thirst? Yeah, that, um, there's a few reasons why we changed the name to Big Thirst Marketing, but the main reason is we really wanted people to know exactly who we are. Mm-hmm. We are experts in, in the beverage industry. We've got people working for us who have been senior marketing folks at um, big breweries, big mm-hmm. distilleries, um, cideries. Um, we've worked at wineries as marketing directors. Mm-hmm. Um, we have sommeliers on staff. Um, oh, wow. So we've got people who are experts in, in beverage alcohol. And so why not tell people exactly that's who we are? And then also we wanted to have the name marketing on there because we're not an ad agency. Right. We're not a PR agency. We do both of those things. We do web design. We do graphic design. We do package design. We do you know everything from you know beer can labels to you know whiskey labels mm-hmm. uh, and everything in between in in store displays, all sorts of stuff. So okay. we wanted that name to reflect our our focus in on alcohol and our broad oh. offering of all mar- things marketing. Is my blonde well, showing? Because I just realized why you chose that name. <laughs> Literally, just, oh my gosh! I know, I know. Yeah. That's why she has the yellow microphone it's cover. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's okay. Pretty blonde. So I'm just yeah. I'm just throwing this out there. If you need uh, two beer experts. Um, we're, we're available. There, you, you, you guys looking we, for a career change? Hey, always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> always. That is really... Okay, now, let me ask you. Yeah. With all those those certifications and yeah. fancy labels and sommelier level two... And three. And three. Apologize. Mm-hmm. Would you call yourself a quote-unquote snob when it comes to what you drink? Which you should, because um, you've earned it, first of all. You know what's good. I have very discerning palate. There it is. Um, okay. So I, I'm not a snob. Okay. I, a specific. Right, but I do recognize quality very quickly. Okay. Get, yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. We probably won't do this because, but <laughs> it, so it'd be excited. great. Uh, we do a blind test on <gasps> oh, you. Oh, that'd with, be so uh, fun. B- box wine. Ugh, I love Medium wine. grade wine in like an expensive bottle. Sure. Oh, God, I'd love that. It'd be super fun. Oh, and then we can make, like, pasta and some kale salad. <laughs> all right, you just ruined it all. With your whole kale crap. We'll tell you the kale story later. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, um, currently, how many how many companies are y'all representing? Yeah, we, we are, right now we're working with nine different um, clients, and, and um, we're fortunate to have a chocolatier among all of our are you really? beverage. Yeah, we work with Delicia Chocolatier. Is that the one over in Anderson Mill? Well, yeah, mm. yes. exactly. And they're they're fantastic. Oh, they we've had it. are every year. They're recognized as one of the top chocolatiers in the Americas and in the world. Um, they're everything's handmade. All um, just I mean, it's really good. So I hate to have to go there every week. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah. I'm sure you do. If you need to bring some more. Yeah, I should have brought chocolate. Oh my god. Yeah. What is it? You know, you know what goes chocolate goes fantastic with whiskey. I oh my god, yeah. I know. I love pairing chocolate with whiskey. Yes. That is my one of my favorite chocolate pairings is whiskey. Yeah. Without a doubt, it's like it's killer. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. 
Yep. Uh, you know, chocolate and wine to me is hit or miss. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it is horrible. Right. It, yeah. it all depends on the chocolate. It all depends yeah. on the wine. Exactly. With uh, with whiskey, whiskey and bourbon, <sighs> man, you can yeah. you can set it up with dark chocolate with a oh mm-hmm. good god. Yep. And yeah. you can you can pair it with some beer. You know, you don't want to throw a high life on it with a good <laughs> with a good <laughs> right, you know, high end chocolate. Yeah. And crappy beer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. No, hold on. Let's not let's not uh, put down high life. So, if it's ice cold, you can shotgun that stuff. And, yeah, I like shotgunning in high life. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit. Yeah, with those little shorties. Yeah, no, uh, no, no, <laughs> the master cylinder. Yeah, oh my <laughs> god, yeah, it's big time. But no, if you well, that's if how you, you get, get to a, level two. If, yeah. Right but if, if if you get a good, uh, if you, get you don't a good know about the master stuff? cylinder. Mm-mm. Sorry, lady. <laughs> <laughs> If you get a good chocolate stout or a good stout or or porter and mix that with a with a nice piece of chocolate, oh my mm. gosh! Yeah. So who else do we represent? You might ask. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you, you, you kind of got him off track with I the whole know. chocolate thing. Yeah, I know chocolate's easy to get. Yeah. Oh goodness! Oh man! So All right. Good. Now, if you've got like a bacon distributor in there too, we've lost. Yeah. Oh, oh, bacon! <laughs> Next oh. on the list, whiskey though. You know, the Smile and Green. <laughs> uh-huh. um, we represent them, and they are absolutely fantastic to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, just fan- really great people. But before you move on, right? I. When I was first introduced, right, I knew it as Ben Milam. When you came to see us at the when distillery I, when last came, year, yep. yes, that is correct. So, could you talk about the name change? Yeah. So, and ben is it Milam. A, is it specifically like it changed the name, or is it just the specific bottle? Here? That's a fantastic question. So, okay. Ben Milam, actually, the the company that mm-hmm. makes it's called Provision Spirits. Mm-hmm. So, Provision Spirits has Ben Milam whiskey and Milam and Green whiskey, and Ben Milam it, that that whiskey is. Um, they, um, when they started the distillery, they brought in really good. They brought in a top-level brewer, Jordan, from um, Colorado, from a brewery, to make the, the mash. And then they brought in Marlene Holmes, who is a master distiller, you know, 27 years in Kentucky at Jim Beam. Mm-hmm. And she's the by far the most experienced distiller in the state of Texas now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought in really good people to make their whiskey. But, you know, you can't have a straight bourbon until it's two years old. So for the first two years of their existence, they sold Ben Milam as a sourced whiskey. So they they, they bought oh. whiskey from Tennessee, or and then they they blended it and or aged it in house and sold that. Um, and it says you know right on the label that it's from other places. So that's what they did while they were aging their own and making their own whiskey in Blanco, Texas. Um, they're sort of across the street from Real Ale. Yeah, yeah. Right. Real Spirits. Oh yeah, those great guys over there. They're fantastic. Yeah. Oh god, love those people too. But anyway, so. Um, that's what they were doing. They were doing proof sense. of concept, essentially, building an audience, building fans of their whiskey while they were making their own um, with that super highly sense. talented people. Yes. Which, yep. which, not to interrupt you, and I apologize. He yeah. did. While they, were, while they were doing that, I, I mean, I meant to interrupt you, but I still <laughs> apologize. Uh, they got a double gold for, I think we mentioned this earlier, they got a double gold for their... The Ben Milam, yes. Yeah, for the Ben Milam right. on the rye and their bourbon. Right. Very good Single stuff. Barrel. Yeah. Yeah. So the name change is um, honors um, a slight difference in the company since they released the Ben Milam. Mm-hmm. They brought in a new CEO. Um, Marsha Milam started the company. Marsha traces her heritage back to Ben Milam, who was uh, you know one of the freedom fighters in, in the Texas right. independence. Um, so, but Marsha started the company and she has brought in awesome talent and Marsha yes, she just, has she's fantastic and she's she's a great entrepreneur and she recognizes top tier talent like Marlene the the um 
the distiller, and Jordan, the brewer. And then she brought in Heather Green, who's a world-renowned whiskey expert and mm-hmm. a whiskey blender. Um, so she's been a, a whiskey blender in Scotland uh, and for a wow. lot of brands behind the scenes in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they brought her in as a consultant. And the, it was clearly obvious when she got to Texas um, helping them out that there was a really good fit culturally. Okay. Um, Heather is also a musician. Arsha is very deep in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And so the two of them hit it off like gangbusters. But then they're like, oh my gosh, this lady's bringing completely different perspective on how we should proceed as a company. Uh, instead of being, you know, they wanted to just be grain to glass, make all their own whiskey, you know, after they right. had it aged long enough. Mm-hmm. And Heather said, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to continue to source whiskey and we're going to blend different whiskeys together to make world-class bourbon. Straight bourbon mm-hmm. from Tennessee and Texas in the same bottle. That's so she awesome. brings that that amazing palette and that that great aspect of blending. Um, and so to des- to you know show off that that this is different from the Ben Milam. Okay. They gave it a different name. It's Milam and Green. That's awesome. Yeah, and this is the flagship. This is the growth yeah. thing, and this is what's going to go and kind of break the borders of Texas. It's going to leap over the Republic of Texas and go out of state this year mm-hmm. and uh, onto national prominence later. Wow. Yeah. And that's that is I can't yeah no I mean this stuff is fantastic <laughs> now people get if I'm not mistaken the the distillery itself is mainly ran by women is that yeah correct? there um, there are men there but it Just is a, okay the leadership team is heavily female yeah okay. so the the I mean master distiller the mm-hmm. CEO the founder mm-hmm. um, yeah and the the head of marketing um, yeah yeah there's a lot of women there strong smart women. And that's that's and one of the reasons why I really like enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, well, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Obviously. Well, they're they're highly talented people. Yes. Oh yeah. Who happen to be sure. female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We got. I had the pleasure of meeting um, Heather and uh-huh. Marlene, Marlene mm-hmm. when whenever we went, and that was brilliant. And yeah. and uh, oh, she's gonna kill me. The marketing person. Chandler. Chandler. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ch- Chandler is not. Yeah. She's the one that parked right next to us. Right. Oh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She, okay. Yeah. She's she's smart. She's, oh, I love her. She's great. Yep. Well, I love I love Marlene and Heather too, but Chandler's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I enjoy. She's smart. She's. Why are hilarious. you turning so red? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so who else you got? All right. So we work with. Um, we also work with wineries. Um, so, you know, I mentioned my, my wine background. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely an equal opportunity drinker. I love beer. I love spirits. Uh, and, and I love wine. So, you know, some people think of me as wine first, but just happen to have more um, certifications in that. Mm-hmm. But okay. uh, the wineries we work with, we've been working with Wedding Oak Winery um, out of San Saba for um, more than five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll tell you, actually, um, our longest relationships in the wine industry in Texas come from Fall Creek Vineyards uh, and Spicewood Vineyards. Um, they actually planted the seed. Um, I was working for, after Dell, I went to work as a managing director um, and executive vice president of one of the biggest PR agencies in, in the world. Wow. Um, and it was head, headquartered in New York. And so I had to go there a lot. But um, the, the, um, a group of wineries approached me um, about six years ago and said, hey, can you do a project for us? I said, nope, can't do that. It's, you know, wouldn't fit the business model of this huge agency where you've got to mm-hmm. spend billions with us. Um, and so they said, well, what if you were to, you know, leave and do it on your own? And it was kind of one of those moments where I thought, oh, 
Never thought about I, that. I, I could do that. So um, <laughs> Susan Aller, who is uh, the co-founder of um, Fall Creek Vineyards with her husband, mm-hmm. Ed Aller, um, they have been um, instrumental in creating the Texas wine industry, actually. They're a second winery in the state, past yeah. prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got started in the mid-70s, um, and they live you know, really close to me, and, and I've known them over the years, um, not only through when I was a wine writer, but also in um, volunteerism. Their son, Chad Owler, who started um, Savvy Vodka, which became Deep Eddie Vodka. Oh, mm-hmm. um, really? Yeah, Chad, oh. nice. Chad was, at the time, he was um, volunteering on the board of the West Austin um, Youth Athletic Association uh, way back when, and he asked me to come along and help out with a little bit of marketing stuff. So I got to meet him and wrote a story about you know Deep Eddie and Savvy way back in the day before Deep Eddie was the huge right. company mm-hmm. it is. Um, and, you know, so I got to know him and got to know the Owlers pretty well through that just, you know, neighborhood kind of thing. Um, and so over the years, just drank great wine with them and to know them really well. And that's, that's, that relationship turned into, Hey, would you do some work for us? So they're one of our wineries on our roster. Right. And super, and Fall, Fall Creek super is happy fantastic. working with Fall yes. Creek. I'm, I'm not a wine person. Yeah. Wine. I'm not a so wine person, good. but I love Fall Creek. Yeah. It's killer. Yeah. So yeah, Wedding Oak, Fall Creek, and then um, Pertinalis Cellars. Um, Pertinalis Cellars is also one of those award-winning wineries that just gets huge accolades, not just in the U.S., but they won um, the top of the charts in, in Lyon, um, France. They beat um, all the French wines with a Viognier. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're killer. So I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll work with them, sure. <laughs> no, yeah, we'll sure. Like this. Well, okay, that makes sense. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're good yeah. enough, you're good enough. Um, and then um, we've been doing work with um, Ron Yates Winery, which is the sister winery, or I guess brother winery, to Spicewood Vineyards. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron Yates is the owner of that. Um, mm-hmm. And he is he's a really cool guy. So I love hanging out with Ron. Um, it, he, he got his start in the um, music industry. Um, but his, he when he was in college, um, he had gone done a semester abroad in Spain and worked harvest uh, in, in in a winery there, um, and so he really had that in his background and happens to be related to the Allers. His mom is cousins with Su- Susan Aller, okay. so the wine industry was really close to him. So that kind of he decided to get out of the music industry and start a winery. And so we've been doing work for Spicewood and Ron Yates for a number of years now too. Very so, cool. Wow. And then the uh, um, most recent new client we have is called Slate Mill Wine Collective. And this, we just started with them. Okay. They just rebranded. Um, it was a family-owned uh, winery in Fredericksburg called 1851 Vineyards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just drove by there this past week. It's, yeah, so this yes. This place is awesome. So yeah. what they're doing is they're relaunching as a, a much bigger um company the entity now they're they're a wine incubator so they are making wine not only under the 1851 mm-hmm. vineyards label for themselves but they're also making wine in conjunction with other great growers and producers um so they've got other winemakers cooking in their kitchen oh wow mm-hmm. yeah so they built this huge production facility huge barrel room and really talented winemakers first of all they're winemakers they brought in m drake from flat creek he is Badass, and then Josh Frisch, who was the head winemaker at William Chris, left mm-hmm. to, to um, work with with Tim. So those two are a dynamic duo. But then they get other people coming along. Hey, Wilson, who is kind of famous um, in the wine industry, she's making Dandy Rosé there. Um, 
Katie Jane Seaton's making farmhouse wines there. Um, Josh is making a sep- secret, second label um, called Tatum there. And then um, Randy Hester is making CL Batoud there. Randy came to Texas from Napa. He has Lightning Wines in Napa. Now he's making another label there at um, Slate Mill Wine uh, Collective. So I get to work with all those people. That's and, yeah, my days are pretty yeah. damn yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Oh, you poor so, thing. Here, try this at dinner. <laughs> Tell me what you think. Yeah. No, no, no. Have this over lunch. Just, I know. Yeah. Just, yeah. just and, and be to finish honest. it off this chocolate. <laughs> and just finish, oh. Yeah. But yeah. I mentioned, My you know, so, so we, unfortunately, the, the breweries we were working with over the last several years, um, business conditions change. You know, right. we work with Cellus. We launched Cellus um, Brewery. We worked with them when they were Flemish Fox. And yep. unfortunately, you know, they had some business issues and we're no longer working with them. Love them. Um, wish them all the best. Uncle Billy's is currently not brewing, and so we're not working with them. They're not making their spirits. Um, but hopefully we'll be relaunching that soon. Yes. Robert O'Keen beer with uh, the downturn with Cellus. They're not in production right now, but watch this space. Robert, uh, I haven't seen Robert since his Christmas show, but he's very eager to get his beer back on shelves. By, by the way, I have to thank you. <laughs> we have to thank you. You invited us when, uh, when Uncle Billy's bought Pernalis yep. and the Robert O'Keen. Right. You invited us to that Robert O'Keen concert. That private which show? Was, mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. That was amazing. Is he cool as hell or what? Yes. Oh, yeah. He is awesome. You know, we, we got up there in... And I felt bad for him because he he seemed like he wanted to talk to people. He's so and his and his manager was like, "Not nah, hit the, hit the bricks. He's got so many people to talk to." Because we showed up Aww. with our drinking Texas stuff, and he was like, "Hey, what's this?" And we started talking to him. He was, he was like, "No, we got a lot. We got a lot more. You got to go." Which I understood, right? But God, such a nice guy. And the and the concert was amazing. We were. 20 feet from him. Right, yeah. Holy shit. That was, and you you went and saw that same concert in San Antonio. A bunch of times, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks so, to be you. It does. <laughs> like, my job is terrible. But um, yeah, no, he's uh, he's in, very interested in getting his beer brand back. And uh, here's a funny story about Robert. First time I met him when we first started working with him, uh-huh. uh, um, I looked at his tour schedule, you know, and I want to know a little bit about him. Um, and, you know, I love his music, but I, I don't know him. Mm. So we go to lunch um, in Kerrville, where he lives, and um, I start saying, well, you know, I know you're going on a West Coast tour, and you're going to be in Oregon. Um, when you're there, he was touring with Lyle Lovett. And I said, when you're in Oregon, Lyle is buddies with the guy I used to work at, work for at a winery, and he's got another winery now. Um so maybe you ought to stop in and say hi to him. Wait a minute. You talk about Rollin Souls? Like, yeah. Yeah, Rollin. I knew him before, Lyle. He's my buddy first. Claiming <laughs> <laughs> yeah, friends. Claiming he's my friend first. Yeah, he's he was. So Robert O'Keen, Lyle Lovett, and Rollin Souls, who um, started Argyle Winery in Oregon, yeah. where I worked, and now Rocco Winery, um, they were college buddies at Texas A&M. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still, you know, good didn't, friends. Uh, Robert and Lyle live together. Yeah, so did yeah. So Roland did too. Oh, was, was he on the? Oh, yeah. good lord! Uh, yeah. And so you, you know, you take those personalities of Lyle yeah. uh, and and Robert O'Keen, and you put one of those guys in a winemaker role. Same big, huge personality. Yeah, you got a Texan in Oregon making wine. Good lord! Yeah, <laughs> he's good he's lord. great. He's a really good Ooh, guy. Road trip. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. Hey, I brought him a six pack of Robert O'Keen beer a couple of years ago and, and tried to trade it for a bottle of wine. <laughs> it didn't work. Oh, wasn't happening. Yeah. Had to buy the damn you wine. Can't blame him for that though. Cannot <laughs> blame him. I'm for just that. I'm just saying if uh, if you get. Robert O'Keefe over here for our podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask him. We're yeah. not going to say no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm oh, sure you, man. I'm I'll sure you will. The, I'll take the day off for that one. Make sure dinner's ready on to- that I'm right. on time. I'll even wear deodorant. What? Oh, oh my no. God. This is crazy. Gonna break wear deodorant, but nothing else? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? For Robert. For Robert. We'll work that. We'll yeah. work something out. It's for Robert. We won't even hardly look. <laughs> At Robert. At Robert. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. I'll tell you what, though. It's going to be amazing if this man ever finds his passion. Like, if he ever starts doing what he loves to do, there's going to be oh. no stopping him. I mean, I think yeah. he's kind of bored. I don't think he's enjoying himself. The no, smile I am, on his I'm face really is not big fortunate. enough. Yeah. You are. Yeah, you, we do. I yeah. Mean, Web design, graphic design, public relations, advertising, so, social media. So it's a really, I mean, that kind of stuff is... You know, what I've done all my career anyway, you know, I've been in, in marketing roles, but to get to do marketing for stuff I really care oh, about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So do you still write? I write a ton, but never under my own name. Really? Yeah, I write a lot for other people now. All of his um, books are labeled Richard Bachman. Richard <laughs> Bachman. <laughs> I thought it was Harold Lipschitz. No, so I stopped, I stopped my blog I, three, four years ago, and I stopped freelance writing. And yeah, it's partially because there were too many conflicts of interest. I don't oh, want to write about competitors to my clients. So um, what, what if you were writing about your clients? Would you? So I also don't want to do that because even if they disclose it, then you know I'm clearly a cheerleader because I can't get enough from my clients. I love my, my clients. They're awesome, right? Right. So I, I mean, if I'm writing about them, I'm going to be not objective um, because I'm... Objective. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm objectifying them. Yeah. I'm lusting after them. And so it's just God, not can we fair be your for client? me to do that. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, so I, it's it was not good for me to continue writing, so I, I gave it up. Oh, uh, well. Yep. That's horrible. But I still write a ton for them. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Any of our um, clients who have blogs, um, I might be writing that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> we won't tell. And, and on that note, we're going we're gonna to run to break real quick because we all need something more to drink. I'm thinking. Yep. yep. Hey, stick with us. We're going to be right back with more of Matt McGinnis. You always want more Matt McGinnis. You're damn right. <laughs> Hey, this is Chip and Mike with Drinking Texas here at Banner Distillery in, well, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere, but we're close to Manor, Texas. All right, so what would we be doing here in the middle of nowhere? Well, Banner is exactly what Drinking Texas is all about. It's made with Texas rainwater. Oh, yeah, from... Uh from up there. Exactly. Also made with Texas wheat. Oh yeah, from uh, about a mile down the road that way. Exactly, and it's distilled and bottled right here in Texas. Um, That would be right about there. Yes, sir. And uh, how do we know this? Because Drinking Texas helped bottle this batch. It's batch number 20. Now, says right here on the label, Small batch. Any idea what that means? Yeah, there's only about 230 bottles per batch. Wow. So that makes it special. Also, it's a wheat whiskey. Most of you probably never had one of those. We're talking about 95% wheat, 5% barley, 100% fantastic. Hey, um, do they make anything else here? They make a wonderful vodka, and if you can get a chance... Go try it out. All right, so uh, where are you going to find it? Either at Twin Liquors, right here in Austin, or Total Wine & More. Wow. So, 
it's a fantastic whiskey. It's a really good vodka. Easy to drink, worth finding. You know what that makes it. It's excellent. And we're back. Thanks for sticking with us with Matt McGinnis from Big Thirst Marketing. Thank you, guys. So glad to be here. All right. So uh, if people want to find out more about you, uh, more about your clients, where do they go? Where do they look? Oh, it's easy to find Big Thirst Marketing. Just go to www.bigthirstmarketing.com. I mean, that's the easiest thing, right? But you can also find us on the social medias. Um, you know, Big Thirst Marketing on Facebook, Big Thirst Marketing on Instagram, and on Twitter, it's too many characters, so Big Thirst Agency. Um, so we're on all... <laughs> I know! Yikes. Crazy. So, yeah, it's like two letters too many. Um, but, yeah, you can find us on the social medias and on the Webers. www.bigthirstmarketing.com. Um, and, yes. you know, our clients we feature them a lot on social media and you can find them on our website too awesome but stephanie what do we have coming up um we have our drinking texas fest beer festival beer festival guys we're hosting first time don't make me too nervous show up show up show up june 13 it's going to be in taylor at the loose screw yes right mm -hmm. it's going to be there we're going to be there come support um, we're we're going to be. Who doesn't like a loose screw? Yeah, exactly. Okay. After a couple of beers. Ten tentatively, tentatively. Whoa, oh. wow, words, <laughs> words. Holy shit. Okay. How many whiskeys is this? Uh, one. I had no idea that, you that spoke so, French. That's amazing. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's so well, Matt over here saying about the Bordeaux's and the Bourgeois and the. <laughs> So we're back to the loose screw and Taylor yeah. for the te Texas drink, drinking Texas was um, beer festival. Yeah. <laughs> Easy for you, sir. On June 13. Yeah. Well, so so it's tentatively called the uh, Screw Fest. <gasps> the summer oh, screw fest. The, the summer, summer screw. And fest. there it is. Yes. Summer screw fest. We're, we're looking to have between 20 and 42 breweries on site. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have some bands. We're gonna have uh, food trucks. It's going to be fantastic. We're doing that in conjunction with the Loose Crew. Um, Matt, you're going to be at the Whiskey Festival. Yeah, March 7th out at um, the Star Hill Ranch with Texas Whiskey Festival. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, yeah. So will we. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I drank many a whiskey with you guys there last year. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Let's do it again. Uh -oh. Yeah. Oh, we definitely Absolutely. will. So nice. if, if you're around, go out to the uh, Whiskey Festival. Um, ben Milam will be there. Heather Green was there last Heather year. Heather Green we will be her. there this oh, year. She's yep. fantastic. All the Milam and Green and Ben Milam. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, I'm all out there. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. If you get a chance, go out there. Go to see Drinking Texas. Go to see uh, Matt McGinnis. Go to see uh, Ben Milam, Heather Green. I can't list all the great Texas whiskeys I want to see there. There would be, be another oh. hour of talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, easily. Really good whiskey distilleries to go taste out there. All of them are fantastic. Not all of them. Most, all. Of, them <laughs> Most of them are amazing. <laughs> Most of them are amazing. <laughs> Drink up, bitches. Just we think we're Drink a little more, drink, 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 drink a little more, drink, 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 drink a little more.